Hello, this is Dancing Bert, your autistic prince, the voice of the voiceless, the president-elect of Myerscoff College, the Sigma male, and your people's chosen. Your intro is going to get longer and longer each <laughs> week. So first off, from the bottom of our hearts, we would like to apologise... Because we've missed, what, three weeks now? Is it three weeks? Are we? Or, are you going to upload this tonight and we'll just <coughs> I will give upload this slightly yeah. later. All right, yeah, I think so, I think what it is as well, um, you know, personal issues have just got in the way. Um, we've both been ill. Yeah, we've both been ill. I've been poorly sick. Yeah, um, I've had a very bad cough, but well, chest infection, so... For anyone who watches us relig- well, listens to us, watches us uh, fairly religiously, I genuinely do apologise. But we intend to make it up to you. But never fear, if we ever do miss an episode in the future, mm. we will try not to, we will try to avoid that. But please know it's for very good reasons. Yeah, and I do normally, you know, mention it on our Twitter. Not yeah. trying to plug the Twitter there, but did I mention we have a Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Just... Oh, Plug dear. that right in there. Oh, wow. Well, it's um, good to see you again. I haven't it, seen you yeah, properly for a while. Like, and, we've uh, been speaking on phone. You know, before we start, quick, I am Tom, the other guy. Oh, yeah, you I never introduced yourself. This could be someone's first, and I'm yeah. just like this other voice. Yeah. Or you doing two voices. Yeah. Well, that would be amazing. Well, That'd you never know. That would be amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm Tom Koala. I don't, know, I don't know why I'm doing that to my shirt. It's like <coughs> no one can see me do this, but, yeah. So I always do it when fiddling, I'm like... Yeah, I do. I fiddle my collar So, a quick lot. disclaimer. There may be possible swearing in this, and also anything we talk about, it's might need some more fact-checking, because at the end of the day, these are mainly our opinions or what we've seen. Absolutely, we've yeah. we've just seen the headline and not read for everything. So we yeah. may get certain things wrong. Yeah, I mean, to say, we can't be well-educated on everything. This podcast is just enthusiasm, um, you know, we're, we're loving, like, all the franchises of nerd culture, and above all, encouraging. Yeah. You do know what I mean? And I hope this podcast, in some bizarre way, may encourage other people to do either something similar to what we do, or maybe even, potentially, some ideas that might get people going even more creatively. Who knows? But please, by by no uh, definition, please take our opinions as gospel. That's true. Like, please don't. (laughs) Really don't. Please don't. But, on to... um... Slightly sadder news, I'm now functionally extinct. Ah, no, I was actually just thinking about that. To be re- to be really honest with those listeners out there, because, you know, we, I, I have got to say this, I, I don't mean to cut you off there, that is, I am genuinely surprised, and I mean this I, I, with the... Um, with the more utmost sincerity, how much feedback we're getting doing this. Yeah. And you looked up, I don't know, on a particular app, we have certain listeners in Iran, we've had, we've got listeners in Germany. It's like, it's All just mind-blowing. Yeah, it's, thank you, <coughs> so, I really can't thank you so, so much, yeah. and it, I really also, appreciate it. If, if you live in Accrington and you're listening to this, I know it's hard living in Accrington, so if, <laughs> if, if, we, if we have brought oh. anything to your life... 
thank you, because I have been in that town and it oh. is a shithole. Oh, 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 dear. I don't think it's as bad as people make out. Am I going to have to edit that out? No, I, I don't think so. It's, nah. a, it's an opinion. It's it's an nah. opinion. It's, it's, it's in good taste. Accrington is. is what? The next town over from I've us? met some beautiful women in Accrington. You know what? <laughs> How many Gregs have they got in Accrington? They've got a couple. I've got a funny story about Accrington. Oh, right. Before we it's get more si- about two companies. Before we get sidetracked, I mean, we're tr- juggling humour and sadness. Actually, the I think you better explain yeah, away because so I cut you off though with the with um, all the fires and stuff going on in um, Australia. Yeah, down in Australia. Good eye, Mike. Sorry, I don't know why I just did that. I forget oh, no, on the fine. podcast sometimes. Uh, Steve Irwin would be proud. <laughs> Although today, or the other, maybe last week, he would have been crying. Yeah. Because someone came out and said that koala bears are functionally extinct. Now, I didn't take it as face value, because, you know, it's one article on The Guardian. I, I ain't going to believe that. Yeah. I looked into it more, and technically, yes. So what happened is, enough of the koala bear population has died... The wild ones has died in these fires. It's been so hot that it's the first recorded instance in like years and years and years, nearly human history, I think, that koala bears have been seen drinking. Yeah. Because they normally get all the liquid from eucalyptus leaves. But because so many of them have died of their population and so much of the forest that they eat, the eucalyptus tree, has gone and it would take so long to grow back. There's not enough wild numbers to to have any uh, big impact on the ecosystem. There's also one virus, because there's not enough genetic diversity now. One virus could wipe them out, or there could be issues for the species in the future. Yeah. And we can't grow the trees back fast enough. So functionally extinct. They're not extinct, but they no longer have an impact on their ecosystem. And humans now need to help the koala bears. How sad is that, though? Just also to... in other news, although similar sort of thing. The last Malaysian rhino in the wild went extinct. Bloody hell. the last known survivor of this race. There's, I think, eighty on eighty around the um, around the world. Yeah, in zoos, but yeah. wild. There's none. It's we were talking about it in a phone call yesterday, and you know I tried to include our listeners as much as we can because we. How many times do we say in a phone call conversation? This is podcast, so yeah. we're always talking shop, folks. And I was genuinely sad. Could you tell I was sad? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's uh, like I saw that um, famous picture from the Australian fires that uh, a lot of people have seen now, and it's fire smoked to loads of bats out yeah. of the caves, but they. Yeah. Quite a lot of them stayed inside yeah. and died. So there's literally a picture of someone with a shovel shoveling dead bats into a wheelbarrow. It's the wheelbarrow is full yeah. and on the floor there's bats everywhere. Yeah. But this is bad. It's... But don't worry, the billionaires saved Notre Dame. Yeah, it's oh mate. Do you know what? I have tried to avoid this podcast from getting too political, and if I ever do, you can always edit it out. But this isn't politics. People need to realise when an animal goes, it's gone. When a species goes, that is it, it's gone. And just f- sheer selfishness <coughs> of, I won't say humanity because I'm not going to generalise, but because of certain capitalism, 
that I'd rather have money than save a species. It's like with the, uh, the, the tusks of the rhino. Who in what world did someone come up with the idea of, oh, we'll take a tusk from a rhino. Shall I use it as a decoration? Shall I just give it to someone? No, I'll just grind it and snort it up my nose. That's what I'll... Who thinks like that? Well, yeah, but that's... You, see, you've you got to be careful there because that's old tradition. But still, come on. I'm not that's, saying people... I don't even... No, I don't know if people practice on, that on now. Avenue, science has managed to create yeah. synthetic rhino horns that mm. they're going to flood the black market with. Cause they Which I'm happy about. I am China, happy about, yeah. But the synthetic ones yeah. are just horse hair. Yeah. Because obviously rhino horns are made from hair and some stuff. Yeah. S- squished together. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I get upset, and maybe I let well, my passions govern me too no, much. It's, but it's not because at the end of the day, yeah. I want to say this to anyone listening and you. Yeah, you've got a kid on the way, or anyone else that has kids. Yeah, what would you, or if you haven't, ha- right? So we live in a in a weird time now in history where you may have to turn around to your kid, and an animal that you grew up with no longer exists. Yeah, we are literally on the point of them that generation of people that had to tell people what a woolly mammoth was like yeah so what animal would you hate to have to tell your child when extinct in your lifetime i mean to say i i don't know i mean to say i don't i'm not really well versed in the specifics pro- no, like pro- if, probably if, as much if, as i should be if but any animal bear, if any animal went bear. extinct Go on, yeah so if any animal went extinct now what would you hate to have to what would affect you the most? Probably, the, personally, me. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just saying that because my name is Dancing Bear, but the reason... I mean, well, yeah, it is in a way, because I chose that name because I love the bird. I, that's my favourite animal. I love all animals. Mm. But the bird, I've, I've always been... I've always held a bond because... I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, <laughs> I, I know I'm revealing a part of my psyche here, but I don't give a shit, do you know what I mean? I've always been a biggish guy. And... Throughout my late teens and early 20s, I put on a lot of weight. I think you can back me up on this. So a yeah. way to make myself feel better... If you is got com- any bigger, you'd be in a ring with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you just call me blah. <laughs> but anyway, on a, on a slightly serious note, you know, a way of making myself feel better, I suppose, was comparing myself to an animal. And you know Game of Thrones, like the family names, it was yeah. always comparing themselves to wolves... Uh, bears, lions, etc. I always felt good because, not just because of the way I, how big I was, I always felt my personality traits were very similar to a bear. Yeah. If I had to pick you any animal. You sleep a lot, you're grumpy when you get up and you search for food. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sometimes in other people's much. And, when me, and when my mum tries to stop me from going in the fridge, I go... <laughs> <laughs> just imagine this bear opening my mum's fridge. But yeah, it's... Uh, but yeah, no, it's... So I would be genuinely sad if If the, you uh, had to turn around and tell your child Yeah, my when son, I grew up yeah. there were these amazing creatures called bears. Yeah. And then you've got to show them the pictures. Wait, don't man, I'm saving up. I just that concept alone is heartbreaking. And I think as a whole, us two included, perhaps we could do more, I mean to say I know Because for me it'd be whales. Whale definitely, yeah. definitely. Not not the country, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we won't get much Doctor Who films. Oh, but... God, here we go. We're going to get some... Uh, <laughs> but Doctor Who, you know, proper Mark fans uh, commenting underneath. But Doctor Who's filmed in Cardiff. Wales is the best. We love Wales, really, don't yeah. we? We love Wales, don't we, Koala? We love Wales. <laughs> Let me just read out this note. He's holding a gun to bed. <laughs> I love Wales. 
<laughs> no, but I've always found them like whales, creatures like that, fascinating, and wolves and yeah, yeah, whales. You know, whales. Oh, I don't. I'm not really not, not orcas or killer whales because they're like the the dickheads of the ocean. Are they? Yeah. How endangered are whales? Like, I genuinely don't um, know this. Call me an idiot. What was it recently? I think... Right, someone's going to have to fact-check this one. But the humpback whale, I think it was, yeah. um, was nearly extinct nearly 100 years ago. Yeah. Because we've... Humans have got involved and stopped people hunting them and that. That population is now more sustainable. I think they're on 20,000 now. Right. When it was at, like, a couple of hundred. Mm. So... But yeah, no whales were quite. Think the more polluted the ocean get, the worse it gets for a whale. Yeah, true. And whales are a big part of the ecosystem. Think about an animal. So a blue whale dies yeah. and sinks to the bottom of the ocean. How much does that feed? Very. How true. much does that fertilise? Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got a, a friend, Tay, who is fascinated with whale poop. Oh, is is she a, a listener to our? Well, I mean, she will be when she catches up. Oh, how many episodes is she behind? If you two? don't mind me asking, two. Oh, that's not yeah. too far, though. That's but not yeah. too bad. So we we just got political there. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. we didn't. Well, I mean, no, is it political? It's, it's not, because, I mean, the environment is everyone's problem. It's yeah. like when, not to point fingers at any countries, yeah. but it's like when a certain Jonald B. Nump um, did I hide that name well enough? <laughs> Go on. When he came here and had a conversation that was supposed to be about 30 minutes with like, um, Prince Philip. Yeah. Prince Philip is actually a big advocator for a global warming, well, climate change. You can't say global warming because people are like, well, it ain't getting hotter over here. <laughs> um, are they from Accrington then, people? No, I think they're from somewhere else. It's all over. No, some people some people genuinely think still that global warming is a myth, that the earth is flat. You know, all these people that should be cold from the human race. Yeah. But um, this conversation was supposed to only go on for like half an hour and it went on for hours because Trump's argument was, yeah, but America's really nice. Yeah. We're really good. Yeah, but global warming is, is a global yeah. issue, Mr. Lump. <laughs> Do I have to keep disguising his name? Um, it's, your, it's your show as much as mine. Well, I mean, it's want. facts. Like, so Trump's argument was, mm. even though China is really bad air and they've got to wear the mask yeah. and stuff like that, Trump's issue was, well, America is fine, so fuck the rest of the world. Yeah, but if the rest of the world goes. Yeah. Like, yeah. climate change, global warming. It's like it's like having a plate, a plate of chicken and chips. And there's a crack underneath the chicken and the chips are turning around saying, well, we're all right at this end. The plate's, plate's going to be fine. That, <laughs> that is the weirdest analogy ever. <laughs> well, come on, if you think about it. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I never heard his speech. To be honest with you, I've sort of distanced myself from politics. It's quite a hostile environment now. Oh, oh God, so, yeah, it is. I tried to... I mean, so that's. I think that's one of the main reasons why... But on the other side, know, we're not in America, so we don't hear... The, you know, very biased political American news. We've got the British news, which, yes, a lot of it's political, but we like to do the facts and don't big everything up. Yeah, yeah. My favourite is, did you ever see the American coverage of the Ebola outbreak? No, I, it, I so probably did, but in, it never in, registered. In the UK, we're very quiet and reserved. Right, so yeah. we, on the news, they did the facts, they talked quietly, they talked calmly. This is what's happening. Will it affect you? No. Because it's very hard for it to get over here. 
we could treat it in the very early stages. The problem is, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the miracle like, we're all going to die! <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Intense people. Very intense people. They are. Do you think the news readers sound like robots? Yeah, you've brung this up a couple of times to me. I don't know like, if you have on the podcast or just the, in general conversation like, with me. British news readers, news readers around the world have a certain way of talking. Yes, And they British do. ones, we're very... How how would you do a British newscaster voice? You, like you want Mc... me to impersonate a you? Sorry, I'm just getting a drink. You want me to impersonate a British broadcasting like, yeah. news? Um, which channel? Trevor McDonald. Oh come on! Oh no! You want me to murder Trevor McDonald? Don't you dare! He's a national <laughs> treasure. <laughs> oh no! Someone a bit more lowbrow, low key. Just like. A Channel um, 4 news thing or who's something. That, who's that div? I don't like him. That proper, he's so monotone. Is it Jeremy Vine? Oh, oh. mate. Oh, God. <coughs> oh, I, think, I, I, think, I think I've whinged yeah. about him before, haven't I? And there's another one. Is it Andrew Moore? Is it Andrew Moore? I think so. Oh, God. But I you, tell you. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's very... It's, if yeah. anyone don't know, there's, there's a way yeah. of talking when you're a news reporter. Yeah. And England, would you say we're quite monotone in our news? I don't think we are. I mean, I've just specifically picked two very low it's like monotone. today in the news. Yeah. Like we, you've got to be sort of authoritative but soft. Yeah. Whereas America, how would you do an American newscaster voice? Oh, it's very it's it's very superficial, a lot, a lot of the... It's, it is. It's, it's almost... Re- yeah. Robotic. In the it's way like they talk. if we was if we were doing an American news feed, it'd be like, oh, how funny koala. And in other news, it'd be like yeah. that, wouldn't it? That was quite it's, a good impersonation. There. It's 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 really weird. It's it's you know, someone tells a shit joke and then you can tell it's fake laughter. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that's so good. Where in, in the UK, it's like, yeah, that was a shit joke, mate. Moving yeah. on, and that's <laughs> and the like, weather. <laughs> It's for the weather. Uh, it's he, fucking raining. He is Deborah with the weather. Oh, God. I'd, I want late night news now. It's like, it's the <laughs> fucking weather. <laughs> you know oh, what? Dear. No, no, no. Picture this now. Yeah. This, is, this is time for a tangent. Okay, so you turn on the news. It's late at night, so they're out swearing. You have Vinnie Jones telling you news <laughs> with Danny Dyer telling you the weather. Here's some slags over here. They're getting wet. <laughs> Who else could you have in that? Uh, my name's Danny Dyer. I'm a cockney, so therefore I assume I'm hard. Here's the weather. <laughs> you can fucking just imagine, can yeah. you? Fucking <laughs> Vinnie Jones. Right. I, I like Danny Dyer as a person. I can't stand these films, though. I don't know about With uh, Jason Statham on sports <laughs> and Phil Mitchell and Ross Kemp are the ones that go in the public. Oh, uh, Ray Winston on Gillette Soccer Saturday. <laughs> We, we should no. Do you know what? If we ever get around to making videos, we need to do a sketch of Cockney news. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. How are you, you mugs? Oh. Welcome to news. There's been a stabbing, and now all to do with me. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't have said this on the podcast though, because I guarantee you, someone listening to this is gonna be like, gonna beat them to it. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe I'll read it out. Yeah. I can, but I won't. Oh dear. Speaking of sketches, actually, it's funny you should bring that up. No, you can't draw me like one of, of your French girls. Are you aware of the comedian? You're gonna know who he is if you don't know him. Uh, called Chris Barry. I probably he know. He plays Rimmer in Red Dwarf. Oh, of course. I yeah. knew everyone. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I know him. You know, he used to do comedy sketches before he did Red Dwarf, and he he was an impersonator. 
And oh, what was the name of that eighties show where they were taking the piss out of politicians? Did he and he he did the infamous um, quote: "It's a pity I'm screwing uh, I'm screwing her country instead of her." And it was a piss taker, Maggie Thatcher. Mm. I think he was impersonating Ronald Reagan. You must have heard it in, yeah, in popular yeah, yeah. culture, if not the actual show. Did you ever see that thing like um, with, with Brexit? Mm. Um, and it's it's the picture of Theresa May in like a Pornhub. Oh, fuck's And it's, it's yeah. Theresa May with Penn, and it's like one woman fucks an entire country. <laughs> yeah, fuck's sake. Oh, wow. I think I saw something on yeah, Facebook. Very like, similar to there's that. There's one with Boris Johnson. It's like, <laughs> Boris goes balls deep. <laughs> oh, wow. Whatever happened to this podcast not being political? Well, that went out the window. Anyway. Oh, what have you got? Fisherman's Friends. Not sponsored. <laughs> Has Koala got food? That eucalyptus and menthol. Can I have one? I just realised I'm... My fucking name's Koala and I'm eating eucalyptus sweets. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Koala's giving... Is it a sweet? Yeah. It's a cough sweet. It's a half a one. Do not chew it. They make you cough. The, the sheer irony is just... Is that, not, is that lost on you? What? A cough sweet that makes you cough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that proper old, like, English. Um, anyway. They're just like airwaves. They're open you. Mandalorian. But... We need to talk about this. Yeah. We've both seen it. Yeah, we have. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. This fucking cough. Bloody hell, it is a thingy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Menthol. And eucalyptus. <laughs> anyway. Mandalorian, what would your take on it? No, no, I'd like to talk about Fisherman's Friends. <laughs> Not saying we're sponsored. Yeah. Why do you want to talk about it so much? I mean, they're almost 200 years old and the recipe hasn't changed. Fuck off, seriously. No. Uh, what were they made? Uh, 1865. Okay, now that is fucking strong, that. Yeah, for fishermen working in extreme conditions in Iceland. Okay, now. You never had them? No, I don't think I have. I've had, I've had, they're, they're a bit like... Um, Airwaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're like... Whoo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Airwaves, the advert where it's like everything opens. You yeah. eat an Airwave? Nah. This, do not drink anything cold. Now your head might explode. Fucking hell. Sorry, that is strong. I might have to take this out while we're recording, but yeah. wow. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm going to have to take yeah. this out. Yeah, that he's is strong. Like, his eyes are watering. <laughs> oh, wow. It feels cold, doesn't it? Oh, I don't know what it feels. Oh, God. But th- you won't cough now. I, I, no, I think my mouth, I feel like my mouth's in labour. <laughs> oh, there's such weird emotions going on it's, here. It's cold. Oh. But soothing. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, it's, wow. <laughs> yeah. Just, just take a deep breath. Oh, that's amazing. That's weird, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fisherman's Friends. Oh, wow. Tom's recommendation. That is pretty good. Yeah, Fisherman's Friends, everybody. Not that we're sponsoring. I'm just but, trying to I mean, out. if if yeah. they wanted to. Oh, that reminds me. We have a Patreon. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I ain't doing... I, I set it up, not for money-grabbing reasons, but just to basically lock down that name. Yeah. So we have a Patreon, but it's got no account details or anything set to it. But there are some perks on there, like two, five, and ten. And if you you pick the ten, you get to tell us what to talk about. Yeah, it's the only thing I can think of. Everything else is a thank you. Absolutely, it will just pay for artwork and new mic or absolutely or all but money that I, will be made will be going on. Well, our actually, channel. on it's funnily enough, if it starts making like a certain amount, I pull it fifty. Yeah, 
very much doubt anyone will give anything to us in this early days. But they yeah. do. But on um, two fifty, which is probably in like ten years, we'll make that. Yeah. Because that's got to be monthly. I've actually put the twenty five percent goes to charity. That's pretty good. But because uh, I didn't speak to you about it, so I want to get your thoughts on this before we start talking about more nerdy stuff. Um. So here's my idea. Now, if this like does pick off, which we're getting more views, so who knows? Who knows? I mean, we still don't have enough to put ads on, which I'm not sure I want to, or get any sponsors. I think it's so. early. Personally, I think it's early days before we do that. Well, you um, need to get over two thousand views, and yeah. even then, I mean, I'm mainly doing this for fun. But yeah. if Patreon can help pay for a new mic or something, yeah. Anyway, I don't like bringing it up because it feels very much like begging for change. Yeah. But here's my plan, right? So twenty five percent goes to charity if it starts making uh two fifty a month. Yeah. But instead of giving it every month, what I'm gonna do is every month save it and then at the end of the year when you've got twenty five percent from each month yeah. and you have a lump sum, people can vote on what charity we've g- we give this sum to and we're anonymously donate it to a charity. I'm completely behind that idea. Or we send it with a letter from like Two bumblefucks from the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Not saying yeah, that. You have, you have a thing for that title, don't you? Two bumblefucks from the middle of nowhere. Like, well, you know, <laughs> two wishes. We basically are. Yeah. Bum- what, what is the definition of a bumblefuck? Us. <laughs> no, if you had to describe a bumblefuck, what, what is like, you know. Well, a, a bumbling idiot. <laughs> like Wurzel Gummidge, if you've ever yeah. seen that old show. <laughs> well... I have, I don't think I've ever actually seen an episode of Wurzel Gummidge. I'm sure many of our listeners have. Anyway, I love the idea. Can we talk about Mandalorian now? Go on then. I thought it's bloody brilliant. I think it, if for, for any of those who haven't watched it yet and are a fan of Star Wars and have or, felt strongly... Or Firefly. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that now. Do you like Firefly? I do. Not normally a fan of Josh Whedon's work. Yeah. Buffy, yeah. Avengers, the first one I didn't like too much, if I'm honest. What, Buffy? What, say that again, sorry. Yeah. Well, Josh Whedon wrote Buffy. Yeah, I know Josh Whedon wrote Buffy and, and Angel. the first Avengers movie. Yes, he um, did. I thought but, he wrote more than that for Marvel. I think he wrote a couple more, but I'm not entirely sure. Right. I'd cool. have to go back and look. But, anyway. Firefly was a western in space. The Mandalorian is a western in space. And I... Right, I've got a prediction now, which may get me shot. I think... We've just talked about Donald Trump. I don't think... No, no, because Star Wars fans are worse than Trump supporters. Really? (laughs) I think if the Mandalorian goes on for longer than three seasons, it's going to absolutely go up its own ass. Really? Uh Uh-huh. So... Anyway... Now, here's, here's my argument for The Mandalorian, right? Go on. And then you can talk about what you feel about it. Go the on, Mandalorian go. works with The Mandalorian alone. Just Mando. <laughs> Have you Which just feels... nicknamed him Mando? No, that's what he's called in the show. Is it? I don't know. By his, his, his bounty Oh, he did, guy. didn't he? Yes, I, yes, he did. That's essentially like someone calling you British. Yeah. So no one... Does he not have a name or did no one bother to ask oh, him? Oh, British. It'd be like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm interesting. But, so here's, here's the beauty for me of The Mandalorian. Yeah. It's, uh, I just think by season three, he's going to have this big crew and supporting cast with him. Yeah. But I think it works better as him alone taking jobs and 
trying to do the right thing. Yeah. I think it will fall apart if he gets a big crew. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. If there's yeah. loads of supporting cast, he's not going to be... Yeah. It's going to look a bit weird. Well, do you reckon he, the, 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 there's, a, there's a risk of him getting his crew, getting a crew? Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. No, Because but... it just seems to work with him on his own. I, I don't know. It, it might work if they went for that um, direction, but personally, it's, it's I the, hope they don't. The lone gunslinger looking for redemption and he's yeah. found a child. Yeah. Like a certain particular character in the DC universe that I'm obsessing with at this particular moment, uh, moment in time. And his name is John Constantine. Sorry, or Constantine. Constantine. Who knows? How do you pronounce that name? I'm pretty sure it's John Constantine. What do you prefer? Constantine? Constantine? As long as he doesn't haunt my dreams, I'm quite happy. <laughs> but anyway, Mandalorian. I genuinely think this is the first time in... Since Revenge of the Sith that something has come out of the Star Wars franchise that has an original plot. It's not a reoccurring plot. I don't think it it's, is. It's weird because we both also want to do this, but you've got The Mandalorian, yeah, which so far has a good story. It's so drawn away from Star Wars. Mm. It's one of them shows that you could replace with any old sci-fi like bollocks. Yeah. And it would still work. Yeah, he would. The sort of bounty hunter angle can sort of work in any yeah. f- sci-fi franchise. Don't even say bounty hunter too loud. Why? Because dog might show up. Fuck's sake. Now, there's <laughs> an old reference. Yeah, that is a very you know, old reference. He kicked the shit out of you, tie your hands behind your back, and then say, I love you, brother, and put cigarettes in Was he into mouth. BDSM? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so. But anyway, yeah, the bounty hunter angle, bending my fingers there. I don't know why, because no one can see me. Um... Can work in any most mm. franchise. It could work it in gets... Doctor Who. Could work in uh, a fantasy sort of setting. Cyber, could work anywhere. Anything. In real life. It's um, plus it it introduces the wider fandom that no. two Mandalorians. Yeah, and I love the music. It, it is the opening it, sequence. Just listen to that. It's very. Who's your favourite character? Apart from the main character. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Um, the one where he gets the second bounty f- but decides um, not to he decides to get I don't I, I can't say it without spoiling it baby order I, I don't think that's a spoiler cause... see there's the thing I want to know is it the same race as Yoda or is it a clone because this yeah. is set spoiler alert well for those that want to know where it goes law wise yeah. this is set after episode Six, but before the start of the Fallen Order. Yeah, I don't think that's a spoiler. Or the First yeah. Order. Yeah. Now, here's another thing with Star Wars. We've got the Mandalorian. I want to know, is that another of Yoda's race, or is it a clone of Yoda? I would like it to be, personally. I think no one can know at this point. I think it's... Uh, I think it's just genuinely pure speculation that... I would prefer it to be just uh, an entirely different character <coughs> that just happens to be another member of Yoda's race. I think you're on the same uh, wavelength yeah. as me. Interesting fact from behind the scenes, Baby Yoda was, ne- well, as everyone calls him, was nearly CGI instead of a puppet. Because it, it, it's partly CGI, but it's partly a puppet. Mm. So it was nearly 100% CGI. Oh, do you reckon it would have looked... Uh, wouldn't have looked as Awful. good if it was 100% CGI. I think they owe it to the creator of Muppets that originally made Yoda. Yeah. And a lot of the Star Wars puppets. Yeah. To honour him in that way. 
Wow. Yeah. Who, who made Muppets? It was Jim Henson? Oh, I, do, I think it's Jim Henson, yeah. yeah. I do think it's Jim Henson. Yeah, interesting. Mm. I didn't know that. I honestly didn't. I, I never thought about it, to but be honest when it, with you. when it comes to Star Wars, we're having some good... So, the movies... Yeah. I'm, I'm not too much of a fan of the recent ones. Uh, I'm not. I, aside from um, Rogue, it's Again, but completely on TV shows, you. Mandalorian, great. Uh, there's a comic series that is everyone loves yeah. now a newer one and this game Star Wars Fallen Order yes which we're both really looking forward to yes because we both want to play it and we're, we're probably going to play, play it on that. the channel do yeah. you know law wise when it is set it's set uh, after I assume after the events of Order 66 it's set five years after episode three that's pretty cool so Darth Vader is around and what it is is um he was a Padawan that survived Order 66. His master died and he got away. But the funny thing about this Star Wars Fallen Order, which we will play on the channel, is um, everyone keeps complaining about the main character's face. Yeah. don't like him. He looks too generic, which is hilarious because that's the actor's real face. And it's the actor that played Jerome in Gotham. It is, yeah, I knew it and was. Everyone's like, I don't like his face. I don't it's like too fake, face. even though it's a real person. Yeah, it's too f- I don't like him. <laughs> And like, everyone was complaining. Can you imagine being that actor? Like, oh, I wonder what people think of my performance. Oh, everyone hates me. <laughs> Poor kid. He also played... He was the uh, weird one in Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, he was, wasn't he? Mm. And he's also in the American Shameless. Cracking performance as Yeah, Jerome. he's a brilliant, brilliant actor. He's a phenomenal actor. I think he's severely underrated, to be honest with you. I don't think he receives the recognition. No, he uh, receives a lot now for his role as possible the Joker. Yeah. <coughs> Even if Gotham did start Do you need another fisherman's friend? No, I don't. No. <laughs> Having too many of them. Oh, Jesus, man. Well, fucking hell. Sorry for my language, my dear listeners, but this particular fisherman's friend... What is it? A mint? Or a, what is it's, cough medicine? Is it classed as a mint? Or a... It's it's a cough lodge lozenge. Um... Fisherman's Friends, extra strong, strong lozenges, were first really gonna read that. developed in 1865. <laughs> wow, he really is. working in extreme He's conditions really gonna read the of the out. Icelandic deep sea. <laughs> Over 100 countries around the world. Like, so, like, um, also available in a variety of flavours. They do an aniseed one that's quite nice, but this is the original flavour. I can't believe you've just read out the packet. They are like, li- oh my God, he actually is an all. You is. asked what they were. <laughs> I asked what they were. Fuck it. No, I didn't ask for the ingredients. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you want the ingredients no, as well? No, Fine. no. <laughs> they are ingredients, sugar, flavouring, licorice, menthol, eucalyptus. Oil. What is eucalyptus? It's what koalas eat. Oh, DL. It sounds um, like a band from Jamaica. Wow, it does well. <laughs> yeah. We could name a band eucalyptus in the trees. <laughs> yeah, uh, I never actually knew what it was. To you be can, it's, with you. it's like this. Um, it, 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 I think it has some sort of anesthetic properties, or I might be getting that confused with aloe vera. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Oh, fair enough. It's 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 good. Yeah, well, how much are they? I might buy, get a packet myself. They're very cheap because they're a very old sweet. I mean, they're still in paper packaging. They still manufacture them then. Well, they must do. No, that's 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 a packet left from 1865. I'm just I'm just flicking the V's casually to my esteemed colleague. It's it's they're from the old. You know you've got tunes and lockets. I don't know what Americans would call them. These are like the older Victorian era 
Victory V's, Fisherman's mm. Friends. Taste Victorian. That's like Victorian taste. Yeah, like all the world. Do you know what I mean? You could taste. Yeah. You could imagine. I actually believe if you if if you you just put something like a piece of food in your mouth and someone said, "What does it taste like?" and you said Victorian, I I honestly reckon they'd actually get where you're coming from. Yeah. They would get that description. That that reminds me. Have you ever seen um, Umbrella Academy? I haven't, no, right. but... Um, there's there's this time-travelling element, and basically there's this company that time-travel, and they made sweets, but they've distilled them from entire um, eras in time. So this... What? Have this. It tries it. Oh, it tastes like the 1950s. <laughs> oh, wow. But, yeah. This tastes like the 1890s. Instantly spit out. What was that? I take shit. It's like the nineties. <laughs> it's like the just, was the nineties. Like that's a weird question, but fairly interesting one. If you had to compare a decade to a flavor, this is interesting. This is so. If I said to you the nineteen eighties, what's the first flavor you'd think of? Tutti fruity. Tutti fruity. Eat a mess. So it's so, so quite sweet then. Those are the flavours invented, and yeah, that's what I assume. Or I'd be like, 80s to me is like blackjacks and yeah. fruit salads and old sweets that yeah. we love but are slowly dying out, which saddens me. I always think, I'd always think sweet and sour sweets, like very sweet, like yeah. soury taste to it. What's this taste like, Rick Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's definitely, it's definitely got a Boy George taste to it. <laughs> oh, God, I'd spit that out immediately. <laughs> You'd spit out Boy George. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not um, like Culture Club. Culture Club? Yeah. Boy George, he went a bit weird. What about Adam Ant then? Would you reckon he... Um, if he my, if Adam my, Ant... my girlfriend's mum went to watch Adam Ant, which you were... You I never would go went, into, yeah. I never got to, no, no. And uh, apparently his new stuff is fucking amazing. Really? Yeah, I might have to listen to it. I definitely But have. I mean... Adamant for me is always going to be Prince Charming. Yeah. Prince. If Adamant was a sweet, what would he taste like? Like, what do you think he'd taste like? I don't know. That's a weird fucking question. Yeah, I'm a weird guy. I yeah. mean, we're. I'm, well, what? We're 11, 12? Podcasts into it? You might as well get to see another side of me. You know, I always ask these tough questions. Who is your favourite artist from the 80s? Oh, but dude, you can't ask me that. I mean, if your answer. Oh, can I give you four or five? No. Three. No, you get one, two. I'll make it harder. What's your favourite song from the eighties? No, I can't answer that. I, right, what it is, listeners? I have a stupidly eclectic taste in music. I couldn't even answer that about the nineties, the noughties. Not even now. I like so much music that comes out today. See, so... I obviously we live through the nineties. You know, everyone remembers <coughs> um, "Country Road," but that dance version. Yeah. Or. Things like I know there's certain songs I hate from the eighties. Spanner Ballet, Gold, Lady in Red. You like hate Lady in Red? That's from my upbringing. Could elaborate. Uh, living in pubs. What's the first thing every motherfucker that's drunk sings on the karaoke? Really? Is that the go- <laughs> they go for Lady in Red. Lady in Red or Gold. How many times you walk past a pub growing up? I've heard gold in? a lot. Gold! And you always out to key people that go for gold. Yeah. Who it's... is believing your soul? And then the like, music starts. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean and all. I just um, do. I also hate the Elvis song, Suspicious oh, Minds. But that is because that's the only song my dad could ever sing on karaoke. Mm. And when people were in the pub, true story this, 
and he wanted to close doors and each wouldn't leave. Mm. It was like, John, well now get on karaoke. And then we're like, oh God, drink up. He's going to start singing. <laughs> and then dad's singing Suspicious Minds and people start leaving because he's so fucking bad. Really? And he... <coughs> Bloody hell. Did you have, have you ever had a go on karaoke? Of course I have. Did you enjoy it? Uh, there's certain songs that I sing uh, that I'm not necessarily good. I quite like to sing I Will Survive. Apparently you you have informed me that uh, and you're quite good at singing that tenacious song. Tenacious D. Oh, I know all the words off by heart. But, does I, not I ain't very good. You're not very good. Singing that song. That's not what you told me, Koala, on the phone. Singing <laughs> song, I Will Survive, has got noise complaints <laughs> from neighbours oh, and actual oh, police coming I'm quite good at singing the Muse songs yeah. because I've got quite a monotone voice. Wow. So I can sing like, wow. um, what? what's what's that one? Uprising. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, also, Combine Harvester is my normal go-to. Wow. I got a brand new Combine Harvester and I'll give you the cake. Did you listen to the three songs I presented you in the, was it last episode or episode before? A couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there, done that. Bought t-shirt. been there, done that. I mean, in fairness, quite a lot of them are new. Yeah. But we were talking about Star Wars. Yeah, how the fuck did we get on Because to... we've got tangents now! <laughs> From Star Wars to what Adam... Um, uh, I am going to have to To what edit. Adam Ant... I'm going to have to edit that down because that went so loud. I, I apologise. <laughs> yeah, I do apologise. Anyway, how did we even get from Star Wars to... What does Adam Ant say? Uh, if Adam Ant was a sweet, what would he taste like? I don't know, but what would Star Wars as a franchise taste like? Oh, that's a it, good question. It would taste... So if you if you had a sweet that was yeah. Star Wars flavour, it would taste good at first, then it would get a bit weird yeah. and off, and then it would start to taste like shit. Star Wars, I reckon... Actually, I've got a better one for you. If franchises were takeaways, I think Star Wars would be a doner kebab. Right, because everyone no. wants it, but they ain't the best. Yeah, and and like when you're pissed up, Star Wars looks like a brilliant film to watch because it's easy to follow. Well, no, that's that's the thing. Star Wars, they're they're good. They're a, yeah. I would say they're a brilliant introduction into sci-fi. Yeah, and I do like them. Like, have you seen the newest trailer for Rise of the Star Skywalker? Yes, I, I have. I have. I I put it on our Twitter the trailer because yeah. it shows the um. You were the quite pedantic on Twitter. The, yeah, like, the stormtroopers yeah. flying. It's like, oh, it's a good thing they fly. To, yeah. um, or they're probably the most safe flyers ever yeah. because they won't hit anyone. Yeah. Did you see the George Lucas uh, react to the Star Wars trailer? It wasn't actually him. Well, they, they know how to do a lot of things with CGI. <laughs> and no. the person who is in... Oh, you need to see it. I'll have to send you the link. But the person who's impersonating George Lucas, it is so funny because you forget. You actually... You're bel- you know it isn't him. But you're, what I'm trying to get at, your believability, you can believe it's him. And it's like... It, all I'm going to say, I don't want to give too much away because I want you to... Obviously, it'll spoil the jokes, but one of the opening sequences, Lucasfilm, and he says, oh, another check for daddy. <laughs> oh, tell you what, do you want to pause it? Do you want to watch it now? No, and then... no, but there is something... Go on. Just mentioning Twitter, I want to show you. Um, basically, there was there was a, a, a Trump tweet, and yeah. I, I woke up in the morning. I uh, looked at my phone. I checked Twitter, my personal Twitter, not our yeah. account. And I um, oh for God's sake! <laughs> I, <laughs> right. So for those that don't know, I've just shown Irvine, uh, my my colleague Dancing Bear, 
a tweet that Trump showed, which is a photoshopped image of Trump's head on Rocky Balboa's body. <laughs> oh, um, oh, and you posted this on Twitter, did you? No, Trump posted this on his own Twitter oh, for account. For fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> and so, obviously, this prompted jokes about Trump versus Russia. It's like, oh, look, Balboa, the man that could uh, um, convince Russia to, like, be peaceful and like America. Yeah. Oh, hang on, no, that's wait. That's Trump, the man that would probably inspire war. Oh, wow. What, what do you think about that being on an official president's um, Twitter account? He's either got a cracking sense of humour or he takes himself way too seriously. Does that face look like he's got a sense of humour? <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. The, I thought, I'd, I'd, I, know. I think I've seen it all. Did, <laughs> did right, so it is uh, the famous Rocky picture from, I'd say, Rocky Four. And he's got, like, his gloves on down, and he's flexing a bit. But he's got Trump's head on it, so it's a rippling body with Trump's weird square head. <coughs> in a way, that's... Did, was Trump <laughs> sat in the uh, Oval Office and goes, You, I want you to put my head on Balboa's body. <laughs> do you reckon, what do you think? I mean, to say, you've what obviously thought about this. Is inside them gloves are still tiny hands. <laughs> Now, you see, I want to see now. No, no, no. I want this to be a trend. I want loads of politicians on their official um, Twitter profiles to edit that or get someone for them. Because yeah. Trump, he's not smart enough to do that himself. No offense. But he's from that generation. I don't think he would be able to Photoshop. Um, I want to see more politicians put their heads on someone else's body. Yeah, you just imagine a Jeremy Corbyn on like photoshopped on like a little Ricky Atten or something. Going, yeah. Well, that that now that's something. Whose head, whose body would would be funny? Yeah. Like, okay, so you've got Trump on Balboa's body. He steps right. into the ring like that. Uh, he flexes. It's a new show. They've done it. Theresa May's head is walk is walking through towards. Yeah. You can't see anything. She's got cape on. She takes it off. Whose body is underneath that? Um, God, um, can it be a fi- Does it have to be a fictional? Anyone, boxer? fictional. Um, I imagine like General Grievous from Star Wars. <laughs> oh, just no. like yeah, because including oh, the hunched well, over. I was, I would actually say, uh, 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 but it's already been done. Have you seen <coughs> them on Facebook where they photoshopped uh, Theresa May's uh, face and she's bowing down to Thatcher and she's got a. Uh, She's she's got she's dressed as Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Or did, did you ever watch the Andy Circus sketch where she's Gollum? <laughs> yes, I yes. did. <laughs> the, the the Brexit video. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh wow. That but is... yeah, no. Who's so if if this was in the ring, so you got Theresa May with General Reeves's body. You're right. Trump with Rocky's body. Ram- Jeremy Corbyn's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I know it's already been done, but... Oof. Okay, well, whose body would you put underneath Boris Johnson? Ooh. From any fiction. Ooh. Just for effect. Jabba so- the Hutt. Oh, my God, that fits perfectly. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Jabba- oh. <laughs> See, I kind of want now the Queen. She's in a big... No one knows what's under it. It takes it off. It's fucking like Optimus Prime or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, oh who'd God. come out on top of that? Well, obviously the Queen. I reckon the Queen in her normal body could take Trump, hey. like sprint along and elbow drop the. I bastards. reckon the Queen could pack a punch on quite. You know, she, she. I not reckon she always looks like she wants to give someone a good hiding. 
Like a facial expression. My granddad res- <laughs> respects the Queen for one reason. I mean, load. She's done a lot for like women's rights, poverty, all that. But she, re- he respects the Queen for one reason. Go on. She's over ninety years old now. She still walks down the middle of the stairs. She doesn't hold onto the railing or anything. Really? My granddad says even at his age, and he's in his eighties, he can't walk down the stairs without having the need to go to that railing to keep himself up. But the Queen, in her age. Wears not flat shoes, but they're slightly high heels. They're about an inch heel. Yeah. 90 years old and walks down the middle of the stairs without anyone around her. That is... I mean, think how many other old people do that. Not an awful lot, is it, to be honest with you? No. It's, they wow, always have to hold on to something. That's, it's like, until recently, she was still horse riding. She's a 100% qualified mechanic. Yes, I did know that. I did uh, know that. Like... People think the monarchy does, and I think the Queen has done so much. Yeah. It's... And so has Philip. Yeah. I mean, he's a god. Yeah. In that tribe. Did you ever hear about that? Yes. No, I don't think I have, uh, actually. He went somewhere in, I think, the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. And there's a tribe that haven't had too much contact with uh, the outside world. And Philip went there and visited them. Yeah. And when he turned up, there'd been a drought. But when he turned up, it rained. When they found out he was someone important from the outside world and royalty, they mistranslated it. And this tribe have a picture of him and they think he's a god. Wow. They think he's literally a god and he bought them the rain. Wow. That's pretty amazing. So they have a picture. They think he's he's a god. Wow. Uh, Can't drive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, wow. But No, I didn't know that. Charles, Prince Charles, didn't know what cling film is. Prince Philip listens to hardcore gangster rap. Does he? Yeah. Do you reckon that's an actual fact, that? that that's is? an actual fact. He's well, he's quite down to earth. Yeah. And he, he, he does a lot for, like, he's a big advocate for, like, climate change. And he will tell people to the face how it is, especially when he was younger. Um, you get that impression with uh, Philip, don't you? Well, I mean... It's it's the others that are quite far from yeah. the public. So why do you think Phil? Because he's old he's, Philly boy. Philly boy, yeah. yeah. Why do you reckon he's so? How, how do you reckon he's so with it? Yet the rest of the uh, or a lot of the royal family. Because he's always enjoyed being around people or on ships with the crew and yeah. stuff like that. Oh. But the Queen's apparently quite down to earth. Did you know there's reports um, that she likes playing practical jokes on people? can believe it, yeah. Uh, because you know the guards, they're not allowed to move. Yeah. So, the Queen enjoys photobombing. <laughs> and doing things that no one would believe if you told them. Like, uh, there was uh, a guard in Buckingham Palace that said, yeah, so I was just stood there, minding my own business, and I'm not allowed to move or react. And the Queen walked along, dabbed in front of me and walked off. Dabbed? Oh wow! Imagine trying to tell. That's like the joke, isn't it? Yeah. The Queen walks up to you in McDonald's, steals your chip, looks at you, and says, "No one's going to believe you," and walks off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon she did? I- I'd like to think the Queen did. <laughs> yeah. I'd like. I'd like to think that somewhere out there. Yeah. Like, well, people a- forget they are human. <coughs> so they that- are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That they're a bit more drawn away from us, but yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um, William and Harry. Yeah. They're quite down to earth. Yeah. Especially Harry. Harry's definitely down Harry, to earth, isn't he? He may be royalty, but he is officially one of the lads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
Yeah, definitely. And William, like it or not, he ever gets to the throne, he's going to be Billy the King. Billy the King. What a fucking uh, catchy title. I know. If, if, so, if there was one. We so. intended to talk about fandoms in this one. As what our the buzzword. hell have we talked about this I, episode? I was trying to promote and start. Uh, I've talked about it before. Because <clears> sometimes you don't know what to talk about and it can get like, quite dry. Or I just sit there and talk for like 20 minutes about comics. Or you sit there and talk about 20 minutes to half an hour about Doctor Who. Yeah. So I wanted like, right. New format. We have one word that we've got to keep drawing back to. It's now nearly an hour, and we've only spoken about the Mandalorian once. Oh wow! Well, this is what I enjoy. Spontaneity. Yeah, we we were supposed to talk about like fandom. Yeah. Um, I think that's gone out the window. To be honest, man. We'll do that next time. Yeah, we'll do that next time. I've enjoyed this particular mm. podcast. It's been very different. I know we probably say that every week. Yeah. Oh, and our sorry. unofficial sponsor, Fisherman's Friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Can I have another one? No. What do you mean, no? No. Bloody hell, getting capital, uh, turning into capitalism. Didn't we oh. be able to... So, you know Black Friday? Which yes. in the UK we don't really do Thank too you. much. Yeah. Um, There were people walking around America with anti-capitalism shirts on, trying to convince people not to buy something. Really? Mm. Mm. Not aggressive in any way, but they were trying to remind people of the effects of this on the environment. Of like, you're rushing out for one day to get something that you think is cheaper now, but really, you yeah. can pick it up in a year when the new one comes out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, for those that don't know, Black Friday, we do it in England, but so America is a lot bigger with it. They have one day, and like, everyone's seen the videos and the, the piss takes and things like that. A lot of shops in England now refuse to do it. Yeah. Um, and the ones that do, they start a week before Black Friday, so it's a full week of deals, so that it's spread out so we don't have mad rushes and shops. Because here's my story about Black Friday. This is going to be interesting, actually. The first year England did it, which was only about five years ago. It was fairly recent, wasn't yeah. it? Um, I didn't realise it was Black Friday. Now, Asda, a... Uh, um, another name for Walmart because it's in the Walmart family I went into Asda it was Black Friday they were selling microwaves or something for a quid it wasn't mm. it was their, their own ones that break but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah they were selling them for a quid there was a mad rush and deals on TVs and kettles and stuff like that I had no idea it was Black Friday all I know is it was packed and I wanted a sausage roll and I was getting my sausage roll. I walk in, all the deal stuff. You know where the magazine section is? Mm. I walked through there. This old woman, she must have been in her late 60s, early 70s. She thought I was going for something she was going to pick up. And this is why I hate Black Friday, because it brings out the worst in people. It now, the can't. British public, everyone's got this thing that we're quite stiff upper lip. And we are. But we're also the most violent anti-social people in the world. And the only way to get us to stop fighting with ourselves is to get us all to hate one other person. Yeah. I have never had this experience before and I never want it again. But did you know a 70-odd-year-old woman cracks a hell of a right hook? Oh, fucking hell. No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we're about to cheat you. Right across the jaw. <laughs> it was it was like being slapped with fucking bone. Uh, so what was your reaction? You just be 
I just stood there and went, what? And she was like, mine, my deal. Like hunched over, grabbing something. And I was like, fair dues. What was she getting? I think it was a kettle. (laughs) She really wanted that kettle. She really wanted that. So I got a sausage roll and left. And then when I got into town, and I work in the mall, there was a security guard outside Warren James who was terrified because he's, he would actually dragged out the store by a group of travellers and then nicked his radio so they could listen <laughs> to where the security were and cause trouble other That's places. That's quite in, um, intuitive. That's very clever. Quite resourceful. Yeah. So, and there weren't enough security to go around and shops had to get their own security. Black Friday brings out the worst in people. You know what it reminds me of? What? Right, but I, I, I was thinking about this comparison before. I was talking to someone before about it. You know Bully? Sorry, you know Bullworth Academy, the game? Yeah. You know, with the, it's like the last mission where everyone's rioting. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of Black Friday. Just like, oh, shit's breaking loose. Like, it's the end end. It's it's the the end of the world stuff. You know, when you see well, flames. It's, yeah, it's like I've said before. In the UK, the shops for Christmas shut for yeah. Christmas Day. But the uh, day before Christmas, town is packed, and it's like everyone is panicking. But the shops are only shut for one day because we've got a Boxing Day sale. So what is so important that in droves, people have to sprint out and buy? Yeah. And it's never presents. It's always like food. It's like people are stockpiling. Like, I need bread because we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. The world is ending. Oh dear! But anyway, I don't have an answer for you. But yeah, wow. Let's wrap this up. I think we shall. Two minutes and we're at an hour. This has been quite good. You enjoy this podcast. I have. I have. I. Too. Right. So I'm still doing the whole giveaway game. So question time. Right. Just to loop it back round to the front. In the comments, or at us at Twitter at Dancing Bear and Koala, or email us. We do have an email: dancingbearandkoala at gmail dot com. Name, give us a name of an animal and why it would, like, break your heart if this animal no longer ex- existed or went extinct. Um, yeah, please do. That's actually a quite yeah. an interesting one. So, I have been Tom Koala. And I've been Dancing Burr. And thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.